Dirty Kong Podcast. Well, well, what did we say, John? What the, what do we say, Jay? You guys, you guys are in for it now. You wanted it, you asked for it, it's here. It's here. <laughs> it's the splurge. Fuck me in the arsehole. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Dirty Con Podcast. I'm one of your hosts as always, I'm John Boy and with me is my, my lover, my, my partner in life. When he's ready. I thought you were talking about the other one over there. No, I'm not a piece of shit, no. <laughs> I could do better than that. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that's probably an insult to you that I uh, I thought that was going to be referencing him. I think um, so. No, I am uh, John Boy's lifelong partner. Yeah, I yeah. am um, JT. JT. J Dog. Yeah, indeed. J Train. That's right. J Man. Yeah. J anything, really. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I'm not is... very imaginative for, my, for any of my nicknames. It's just J. J Carrot. J beer, J table, <laughs> J anything. Just call me J. In fact, yeah. yeah, I'm J. That's it. I've shortened it now. And that is possibly the longest intro. <laughs> um, this is episode sixty-nine. It's not seventy, so it's not it's not special. It's just uh, well, it is special in in an odd, weird way. It is because in a deformed kind of way. We're joined by an old friend. Uh, yeah. So do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Splurge on the Dirty Kong podcast. That's good, isn't it? That was quite sultry. I kind of feel bad that we just coughed out all that fucking shit we just did. Yeah. But yes, you're back, aren't you? This has been a long time. Come Please, in. Please, sit back, relax, grab yourself a coffee or maybe a cigarette and enjoy. <laughs> um, Brilliant. We've, we've got to explain that um, Splurge has um, recently had his um, balls lopped off um, to stop him having any kids. And yeah. this is the result that it's just become this monotone, boring, coffee-swilling... Boring yeah. wanker. It's I'm, actually, the best. I'm, I'm actually wearing slippers. He's wearing slippers on his head. And smoking a pipe. Yeah. Um, for anybody out there who's just joining us recently, um, Paul is an old school friend of the Datacom podcast. He's been on a few episodes. You, you've not been on since like episode 10, something like that? Mm. 10, 11? No, it was later than that. I think yeah. you came on 15 and... No, oh, really? I came on in the mid. Yeah. It's been a while though, hasn't it? It's, it's been a while. Been, yeah, it's been a while. It's been, yeah. And we've promised, we've been promising the listeners for a few weeks now that you've been coming on the show, so it's, it's late, you're late, but well, it's not... for a fucking surprise, because it's not going to be great, is it? <laughs> Brilliant. No, <laughs> thanks. Nice one. Sorry. Well, well I'm here. Honest, I reckon. I reckon it is going to be a good yeah, one. Yeah, it's going to be great. Tell you what, let's loud it up. Let's turn up to 11. Hey, hey I'm ready. What? Come on. Woo! We're going up to 11. Woo! Oh, shit. Man, we're swimming on... Pink clouds. <laughs> Jamie's sucking off a fucking horse, and John's just—he's naked. Oh, <laughs> uh, you see, I'm starting to—I'm being influenced by a splurge now. I'm, gonna, I'm starting to turn like this shit. <laughs> my IQ is dropping like a rock, and I'm like—I'm trying to put my penis <laughs> into plugs and shit. And this is all because of poles, man. Yeah, man. Fire it up. But yeah, so this is going to be a, a different kind of... This is going to be a very strange podcast. It's, it's going to be our be, usual It's going to be a little you, different, You yeah. say that every podcast I'm on. Yeah, because it's, it's, be cause it's true. Because it's true. It ends up being a right fucking farce when you're on. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it is fun. Don't get me wrong. It's Woo. very fun. Woo. Woo. We're all yeah, drinking, we're smoking. Like, it's like 12 midgets in a blender. Yeah. It's fucked up, but it's funny as shit. 
It's funny because last episode it was a dead short one, wasn't it? Because we were out to see cinema. We went to see Evil Dead. We didn't say that last in the last show. No, we, we, we were actually out to see Evil Dead and we enjoyed it, didn't we, Jay? We did immensely. Paul's yet to see it. Yeah, I'm not <gasps> seen it yet. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, movie. I am quite surprised. I am surprised. I'm a fan of the originals. I'm not. I've not seen it. But um, yeah, we and I think the episode before that we were on a, a health episode. We weren't drinking and we weren't smoking. But That's on right. this episode, ladies Fucking and gents, hell. we're back to full strength. Yeah, drinking the beers and Chain smoking, smoking the fags. Chain smoking. Smoking, smoking yeah, to be beer. Fair, setting up for the show, it took us a good hour to set up. Yeah, we're, it's yeah. a late one tonight. It is, and yeah. we've been taking our time, and we've been just drinking and, and smoking quite a few fags. Mm. I, I, think I think we think smoked I, about four by the time we took us to set the computer up. So. Yeah, run away, run away. So well, it's good. I don't think we was actually setting up. I think we was just trying to like delay the inevitable. I think I was setting up. Yeah, you were setting <laughs> up. Well, you're taking your sweet time. Oh yeah. I think you're just like working up the courage to actually uh, press record. But it's Friday night, you see. And, it's the and obviously, you nearly eating your Kindle. Oh, my good Lord. <laughs> good Lord. It's the worst thing. Because uh, I'm not going to go down the, you know, this tech story, but uh, an old friend, Benj, who's been on the show before. Hello. He's like a tech yeah. wizard. And um, he kind wizard. of, yeah, he kind of, he rooted my Kindle. And now it's got a different operating system. Sometimes it works amazingly. And sometimes I want to cram it down a cat's throat and just, and then kill the cat. Yeah. That's not like you saying you're a cat lover. And that is the point of my rage. <laughs> I, I, I get so mad I just, because I've got there's cats everywhere in this house. And it's the only thing I can cram it down. Do you ever get the feeling that your cats might be taking over? They might kick you out and you might wake up in bed one day and they're like around you in a ring. Wearing white hoods. Because the, um, the racist cats. Um, no, uh, no. No, because two of my cats are black. I'm not gonna have racist cats. As black as the night is long. <laughs> yeah, but feed me, motherfucker. Ah, you see, but then black, I was hungry. Those black cats might be the black people from, like, in the past from when the KKK. Well, there still is KKK, isn't there? not as much as there was then. Right. You know, I don't know actually. Is there still uh, the KKK around? I've no idea. No fucking. But clue. yeah, anyway, like I'm saying, the black people that were killed by the KKK in the late 1800s have reincarnated into cats. This is racist. This, is it racist? This is racist. Yeah, you being racist. Who gives a fuck? No, we don't. We're often <laughs> racist. But yeah, we didn't say stop. We just, so said, these cats, we just pointed it out. Hmm. Plus, this is only fiction. What is only fiction? What this, I'm talking about. Oh, okay. The fact that black people had to, dead, dead black people have turned into cats. <laughs> yes. I believe that could be fiction, John. Yeah. Maybe. And because they've somehow... Well, me on the show, I think it's well known that I believe in the supernatural. Yes. I believe in reincarnation <laughs> and that black people could, in fact, reincarnate as black cats. Could they? And, but does that mean that white people are... There's no white cats, are there? Are there white cats? Yeah, yeah of course there is. There's many white cats. cats. Yeah. yeah. So that might be true, then. So do black and white yeah. cats... So what are tabbies, like? then? Gingers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ginger, see, it yeah. makes sense. It's all making sense. I tell you, it's cat. true. It's all real. And nobody what? likes ginger toms, do they? And obviously, tabby Everybody. cats are Indians. Yes. That's correct, Paul. That, yes. Well done, this, you. Yeah. Have a beer. Treat shall yourself. We, shall we... Uh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll all shut the fuck up. Um, so, what? we'll just run through what we've been doing recently. Go what on, have man. you been up to, John Boy? Uh, I've been working. I've been having sex quite a bit. Uh, that was That's not... Working hard. Uh, I've not seen any fucking living statues this week, so I'm, I'm quite... I've been on quite a relaxed week so far. I've not right. reached out or tried to kill anything. Um, I've only killed two of them so far. Uh, well, it's a start. It's a start. It's you know. I've, no, I've got nothing on you, Jay, with your women. 
No, yeah, I'm I'm at the end of my road. That's right. Yeah, I've done all my. You've got to move on to something new, now, haven't yeah. you? But every yeah. But every journey so starts with one step, and that's right. you know you've taken two steps so far. So two, two big steps. Just yeah. Living yeah. statues. Living statues. What do you think about living statues? You know, you see them downtown. You walk in the main high street. And you I see won't be funny, but any fucker could do that, really, couldn't they? I'm gonna spray myself silver, wear a stupid fucking hat, and then stand there and just every time a kid walks past, just make an attempt, make an attempt, move a bit. Yeah. yeah, you've seen that video of the human statue punching the guy, haven't you? Yes, I have. That's yeah. hilarious. We might put, I might put that on the Facebook page. Thanks for bringing that up, Paul. It's yeah. lovely. He's yeah. brought something into the show anyway. He too. has. Hey. Right. Um, you can go now, Paul. Now that, you've, uh, now that you've put something into the show. Right, I'll see you in a bit. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've not really been doing. I've not done anything out of the ordinary, but I'm gearing up now because I'm, I'm up for a, next week. After next week, I break up for a week, so that's going to be nice. Sweet hey. party. And what are you going to do during that breakup job? <sighs> More work. Masturbate more, probably. I masturbate quite a bit now, though. I've started masturbating when I wake <laughs> up in the morning just to get myself up. But it's one of those things where it's, it, when you work into a clock and you've got to be out for work at a certain time, you've only got to say like 45, or I've only got about 45 minutes to get up and dress, have my breakfast and have a wank. It's quite hard. Yeah. And then you've got to have a shower, you see, because I feel all mugging. It's a bit weird going to work when you're just covered in your own fucking Filth. sperm. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to... I, well, <laughs> Yeah, no, no, you, you're right though. It 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 does go. It it gets the blood circulating, doesn't it? You know, it kind of wakes you up and stuff. Yeah, but this is the thing now because it's like I say, because it's a sort of uh, it's, you're under pressure to have a, a wank in about you know four minutes, usually my average, and um, it, it it takes the it takes the thrill out, and it's kind of becoming less of a. It's like your alarm clock in the morning now. You just sort of yeah. fucking out, all right? And you know, it's part of the routine. You're making it sound like you've got to wank. It's kind of getting that way. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is this is the thing I do. The alarm clock. What, alarm clock what, on if, what if you like get up late one morning and you're like, you've got like wank on your way to work or something? I just want to have breakfast. Yeah, skip breakfast. <laughs> skip breakfast. I won't get dressed. <laughs> 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 nothing takes um, precedent. Just, yeah, nothing takes precedent. Uh, masturbating dominates. There we go. Um, so that's my week, everybody out there. <laughs> wow. Hello, welcome to my world. <laughs> it's uh, weird and sticky. Jay. Uh, what have I been doing? Uh, I've been home alone for like a whole week. Uh, there's no one been about. Uh, you guys came to see me a few days ago, didn't you? Um, yes, we had a. Did well, we didn't have, have a poker night. We did have a poker night. Did you at any point have any like weird, funny looking comedian like fucking burglars driving breaking your house and you had to like set your house up like booby traps? I knew that was coming. <laughs> you know, as soon as you said home alone, I thought Paul's going to do a home alone joke. Yeah. And he did. <laughs> um, but did you? No, unfortunately, oh. I didn't. But I did start to go a little bit mental. Mental. Yeah, because like I'm, I'm, I'm normally pretty good, like on my own. You know, I enjoy my own company. You know, I can just like do what crack out the Xbox or you know do a bit of reading, just some you know shit. But what I did a few days ago, I think it was probably like Monday. Um, it's like towards the end of the night, I, I'd done everything I needed to do. All the housework was done. I'd done some work in the garden. I'd done this and all the washing. Keep yourself busy, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, but then it was only, like, nine o'clock. And I'd, I'd even watched a couple of films, in, you know, throughout the day. So I was like, what the fuck do I do? And, you know, I like to do, like, my Russian accent every now and then. Yes, you do, don't you? Yeah. I found a Russian uh, news uh, channel on TV. <laughs> and I was probably watching it for... You know, I was going to watch it and then kind of try and improve my accent a bit. I must have been watching it for about three hours. Fuck and me. I was just talking to the TV in Russian. Fuck and I had like a moment of clarity <laughs> where I, was, 
I've been doing this for like three hours. And even as I said that, I said it in an accent in my own head. Wow. I said, I've been watching this for three hours <laughs> in my head. And I was like, this has got to stop. And I just went to bed because I, I, I think I was actually going nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It's still crazy, yeah. So, yeah, so kind of the next day, I kind of, you know, I went to town and stuff and just met people, mm. you know, and tried Lived. to, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tried to regain a bit of normality because it was, it was crazy. Good Lord. Is it just me or, like, when you've got the house to yourself, have you ever, like, walk around fucking start bollock naked? Oh, yeah, definitely. I love doing that. I do that anyway, though. Start bollock. What, when people are in the house? Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, it's danger nakedness. <laughs> danger Yeah, naked. getting away with it. That's the fun bit. See, what I like about doing that is, like, you get naked downstairs, so like in your kitchen or something, and you need to go upstairs for when something. When the kids are around, Paul. No, when I said you got the home alone, oh, ask yourself. I don't. It's not as common now. Now I've got children, but um, yeah, I used to like you'd go get naked downstairs, and then like you have to go upstairs to the toilet, or you need to I don't know, and you go upstairs and you completely forget that like you've left the curtains open or something somewhere and it's like out onto like an opposite house facing yeah and you even though no one's there looking you instantly just go oh shit and then you like <laughs> shut the curtains and shut the door but we've talked about this on the show before there Jay purposely does that with his neighbour oh you just leave the curtains open yeah he's got a fancy neighbour haven't you well, yeah like, I have yeah a saucy neighbour like yeah well she does it back bang on the side. So I, I, I just reciprocate a bit you know just windmill a bit with the cock down there she got more than she asked for <laughs> yeah but Talking about about like being naked and stuff, uh, a few years ago, this is probably about five years ago, we used to have a window cleaner. Now, I swear these guys are perverts. Because I was like, just this is when I was back in what is the spare room now. Um, And I was kind of just like walking around, you know, because I was like home alone and stuff. And I was walking around in the nude because I just had a shower. And I was like, fuck it, I'll drip dry. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, I sat down and put some porn on and stuff and just, you know, just having a bit of a talk and that. Fair and then I just hear this... <laughs> and I was like, the fuck is that? Fucking window cleaner. It'd been there for like 10 minutes. Oh. And he was doing the final squeegee bit. So he'd obviously been washing, you know, he'd washed my window, fucking done everything, and he was down to the squeegeeing bit. He'd been there for like 5, 10 minutes. Talk about diary of a window cleaner. And I was just like, oh, what do I do? Because this guy wanted pain as well. So I had to face him. Oh. So, you know, I was like, oh. So did walk a shame down the so stairs. I, yeah, so I got dressed as soon as I could. You know, I kind of just ran out of the room, uh, got some clothes, put them on. And, you know, after about 10, and I was sat downstairs and I was just thinking, what the fuck do I say to this guy? And so, you know, I heard the knock on the door. And I was like, That's, you know, that'll be him. You just posted through the letterbox. <laughs> I wanted to. Um, so I opened the door. He's like, uh, yeah, you're right, mate. It's uh, it's three pound fifty, please. You never That's, knew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The way he spoke to me, like he didn't really make <coughs> eye contact or anything. I think I scared him with I that think he was down below. tiny penis. With, with and um, the fuck is that? And so I was like, yeah, um, cheers, mate. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think uh, I don't think we'll be, you know, we're, we're gonna start washing our own windows now. He's like, yeah, okay, yeah, I get that. Probably for the best. And he was, and he was like. <laughs> And I'm sure he's thinking, thank God I don't have to clean this guy's window again. It's almost like a romantic comedy. It's like, we we can't see each other anymore. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Too much has happened between us. So many bad memories. Did you you get on that plane now? You'll never win. Did you you not think to ask him? How much is my £3.50? There you go, buddy. Did you see my cock? (laughs) You should have said, you should give me a couple of quid back. You've got a show. (laughs) Paul, have you just been doing the 
the job thing, the father thing. Job, father thing. But I suppose what I said to you earlier, but obviously, John Boy's never heard it. Um, we set up a 10 foot trampoline in the garden you know, for the kids. For the kids. Nice, nice. Um, obviously, we, the Saturday, the kids are jumping about on it or whatever. The Sunday, um, I come outside and uh, there's my daughter. She's just lying down, face down on this trampoline. She's not bouncing, John. Just lying there. She's just lying there, not bouncing. Very so strange. I climbed in with her. Zip the enclosure, because you have to have enclosures now on trampolines. You do indeed. You do. Why? And, and I st- stop people from falling off and breaking their necks and shit. Yeah. But anyway, I lay down with her, and uh, I says, what's the matter with her? And she went, neck hurt, daddy. And I was like, oh, okay. So, dick face here, I thought it'd be a great <laughs> idea to, to fucking, to bounce more on the trampoline. No, daddy, don't. No, daddy, don't. But I carried on. Daddy's having way too much fun. I was having too much fun. And then next minute, about 10 litres of vomit just came flying out of my mouth. Oh. Proper, like, exorcist, like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's I hope that's the sound she actually yeah. made. Yeah, the head was spinning and everything. But I don't know if you've ever tried getting off a 10-foot trampoline full of sick. <laughs> no, I've never done that. It doesn't matter how where you go or how far you crawl, it follows you. Yeah. Tell you what, after Everywhere. speaking with Paul for 10 minutes, I feel like I haven't lived... <laughs> You've not lived, John. Yeah. Let's take so, your trampoline. Everyone's just going to throw up on it, and you've got to get off without getting yeah. sick on you. Because no. you are always the low point, and the sick will kind of just run to it, won't it? And then the that following morning, she slept in our bed because she threw up in her bed. Woke up at six o'clock in the morning, and um, I woke up to a horrific smell. So I climbed out of bed, and I was covered in brown, slimy water. So I did the nice. decent, did the decent thing of putting the covers back on her. And the missus. And the missus Clim- is still in bed, brilliant. Yeah, she was all in our bed. I climbed the shower and then as I got out, I woke my missus up and said, uh, just letting you know that um, she's shit in the bed. See you in a bit. <laughs> I'm off to work. And <laughs> laughed out the house. Yes, and laughed out the house. But she made me clean the mattress afterwards, so she got revenge. So. Horrific. I do love how you went for a shower first, proper scrubbed up, <laughs> and got ready for work. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think she's still a bit angry about it. To be well, I think I would be angry for a long time as well. She's a lucky, lucky woman. Yeah. So it sounds like an eventful week with you then, Paul. Yeah. Not well. No. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Not> really. <laughs> there you go, listeners. Yeah. So, are we going to jump into a story? I think we need to, don't we, really? Yeah. Well, it's fucking running into the ground quicker than fucking <laughs> something fast going into the ground. Yeah. Yes, listeners, just letting you know, it's only like a half an hour long podcast because <laughs> it's just like over and done with. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll wrap it up in 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, edit God. that last 10 minutes, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting um, bored. Well, I have got a story, and this caught my eye. First of all, the, the picture of this guy is, it just screams mental. <laughs> and then when you read the title, man arrested for having sex. With a dead peacock. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck is that all about? What? Um, to, um, to DuPage County, Illinois, where David Beckman... Uh, David Beckman? Uh, yeah, Beckman. I thought it was Beckham, but, you know, it's not. It's David Beckman, 64. <laughs> David <is> Beckman. <laughs> um, is accused of having sex uh, with a peacock named Phil. What's <laughs> it fucking Phil? Phil the peacock. <laughs> You got his name confused, didn't he? <laughs> Phil the Peacock. Ah, okay. I like it, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Peacock was found dead in his garage. Um, he killed it. It is now known that the uh, alleged sex occurred while the Peacock was, in fact, dead. 
Oh, so he killed so it dead. and then fucked it. No, yeah, he, he he killed it and then he fucked it. It was dead after, you How know. How did he get behind all them feathers? I don't know. <laughs> do you want to email him? Do you want to ask him? Yeah, do you want email to him. Like a little, you know, cam to cam little thing so you can talk about, you know, the intricacies of having sex with a dead I mean, peacock. I mean, did he, did he fan it? Did he... But to be fair, to... though, that's quite a beautiful animal to to pleasure. I suppose. Oh, it you might... know, the, he... the beautiful plumage and better than like a fucking turkey or a goose. Does it? Does it say he killed the, tur- the? That's a turkey then. Did he kill the fucking? We don't. It, it. It. I. That's all the information I've got. Oh. The the peacock uh, <laughs> was dead in his garage, and they can tell <laughs> that it was dead while. He had sex with it. To be fair, where the fuck do you get a peacock? Does he live near a zoo or some sort of... Um... Oh, the listed birds, so they'd be like somewhere near like a... I don't know, like a monument or... Well, the thing is, I mean, uh, where my sister lives, um, I mean, they work for like this rich guy who's in um, logistics and that. Um, but he's got peacocks. He's got five or six of them running around. Hmm. And the fucking... I'll tell you what, they're mental. Because like, uh, they live in like this little cottage place... Uh, that's on this on the grounds of this guy because he has he's got like a farm as a side business and that mm-hmm. um, and they kind of just they, they come up to your window the second floor window they, they fly up and they peck at the window and it'll be like six o'clock in the morning it's like they won't fuck it and you just hear this <laughs> boom 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 I wanna fuck <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kill me then, fuck me. Um, I want to die. Don't call me fool for nothing. Um, and yeah, but the, and and the mad. Oh, and they've got an albino one, wow. which is like yeah, it's crazy. And they called it Snowy, which is the worst name in the world. But it's an albino peacock, and I didn't even know they existed. So it was a black one. They call it Blackie. Yeah, maybe. That's yeah, so it's cold face. Don't you think it's about time us white people? So I'm not going Minstrel. away from the story. It was why people should start kicking off and think about racism and whatnot. Because it's getting all a bit silly now, isn't it? So fuck it, why shouldn't we start? No. Call them a fucking albino peacock, snowy. That's racist. I'm offended it's, by that. It's, it's not racist, it's just unimaginative. Shit. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it, not racist, it's just it's like shit. It's calling a worm soily. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not racist, it's just a crap name. Wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, is there any more to this story? Or no, that's it. Is, please um, tell me there's a dead. There's at least a dead pi- a picture of the dead bird. Unfortunately, no. I could probably find a picture of another dead peacock. <laughs> We're going um, to post a dead peacock on the Facebook page. With that is a promise face. to the listeners. That's go. what they need to see. As an example of what he fucked. And that guy's face. Oh yeah, you, yeah. we need to put that guy's face up because it it oh. just screams. I eat children. So, I'd love to know how long. How long does? He, I mean, I assume he's getting sent down. Uh, well, I, I mean, I would, I, I guess I could try and find out, find out more, but yeah, fuck it. Well, he doesn't play football anymore because he's just retired. David Batman. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, no, oh, story. I'm sure there's some listener out there pissing himself right now. Um, well, yes, yeah, we'll, probably we'll got some yes. sort of mental instability. <laughs> yeah, that laughs at blue and, and if flower. You didn't, and if you didn't fucking laugh, rewind it and listen to it again. Then laugh. Until it's funny. Yes. <laughs> that takes a lot of effort, though. Yeah. You have to keep re-listening to the show to get the comedy out of it. Yeah, that's too much Is that hard work. just in general, John? Or? I think so. <laughs> yeah, it's not just it's not exclusive to this episode, oh. I'm sure. 
Um, What's your story, John Boy? Right then, Coronation Street star Michael Lee Vell has uh, pleaded not guilty to 19, 19 child sex offences. Wow, that's a lot. That is a lot. He's trying to break the record. 19? 19 child sex offences. Mm-hmm. He's trying to deny them all. I assume so, yes. One's going to slip through there, isn't they? Maybe two. Lavelle, who plays uh, mechanic Kevin Webster in the ITV1 soap, uh, answered not guilty in well, a clear, strong voice uh, as uh, each charge was read to him in Manchester Crown Court today. They're all getting copped out, aren't they? They are, yes. Yeah. Every, every eighties, nineties, and like you know, soap actor. Yeah, any is, kind of British television. Yeah, and... it's going to be Bruce Forsyth soon. Oh no, uh, Trevor McDonald. He'll he'll go down. <laughs> I'm not a paedophile. Uh, fucking <laughs> what's his name from that animal hospital? Rolf Harris. Rolf he's Harris. Not, no, he's already, yeah. been, he's already been accused. Hasn't he? Really? Has he really? Yeah. Fuck. You see, it's it's just that generic. You know, Rolf Harris is connected to the Jimmy Savile fucking child banging gang, whatever it was. Fuck no it. way. Not mm. Rolf Harris. Yeah, but there's a secret society. Yeah. Hooded, hooded paedophiles in the 80s Are we 90s. the only ones that aren't actually paedophiles? Yeah. I'm starting to think that we are actually the minority. They'll, ch- they'll change the law soon, thinking, you know what, everybody's doing it. Fuck it. Yeah, we'll just la- lower the consensual age to after birth. Be, there'll be no fucker left on telly, will they? No. It's That's a shame. The, yeah. the thing is, we started gang Just watch. Just giving nuns, isn't it? <laughs> Back in the day, Jay, we started gang watch as a bit of a laugh. Like, every now and again, we'll find somebody that's beautiful. We lose... I can't keep up. No, that's we it. We keep as many people We need to say extra staff. <laughs> yeah. Is <laughs> um, t- that your um, glitter watch? Glitter watch, yeah. Gang yeah. watch, glitter watch. Michael Turner. The soap star denied 19 offences, including six counts of raping a child. Uh, six allegations of indecently assaulting a child and seven counts of sexually sexual activity with a child. Fucking hell. Oh, I know. Sexual activity? What's that like? Fucking scrabble naked? Possibly. I don't know. It, just, it doesn't sound like... It just sounds like an activity like, you know, finger painting or something. <laughs> naked. <laughs> yeah. All of the alleged offences relate to one complainant. So this this is all for one person. Right. It took place between 2001 and 2010. The court was told. During the brief hearing, Lavelle entered his pleas and arranged administrative matters uh, for a trial. Later this year, Lavelle, who has joined Carnation Street in 1983 as the mechanic, is one of uh, the street's longest-serving cast members. Not anymore. Fuck yeah, that. He's mm. off. You'd think he'd have banged his, his daughter in that show. She was fit. She, uh, I, actually, I don't know. I don't watch any of that kind of stuff. Mm. She plays as a lesbian in the show. Oh, she a lesbian now? Mm. I don't actually watch it, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, ITV said um, he will not appear in the soap until allegations have been concluded. Laville was originally arrested in September 2011, but the matter was later dropped after legal experts ruled cops didn't have enough evidence. But he was charged in February after a case review, and in the statement, Laville said he was innocent of all charges and intended to fight them vigorously, just like he vigorously fought that girl's bum. <laughs> 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 with his dick with his dick <laughs> what <laughs> so there we go Kevin Webster or whatever the fuck your name is yeah mm. you're on That's the gang list mechanic that one up <laughs> well, well brilliant Paul <laughs> <laughs> we'll put him on a provisional because okay, we haven't yeah, got we won't, it yet yeah. he's not on the uh, on the, the list I have uh, this is kind of a visual thing which doesn't help with the podcast uh, but we can upload this picture as well um, but there's an x-ray that's surfaced on the interwebs. Um, it's an x-ray of a woman's face after husband harpooned her mouth. Harpooned her mouth. Yeah, I guess that's worded a bit weirdly. But I'll show my, my, my co-host. That's the... Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> I mean, that's gone right out the back of the neck as well. 
That's and like she, severed the head. And she's lived. She's lived that. I don't know. Uh, I, I've just seen the uh, the title. This is an X-ray of. Oh my fucking! Why do I get all the fucked up names? <laughs> just, just say. <laughs> what you, just say what you want. Alexand. What? He wants tobacco. He wants tobacco. Start again. Carry on. This is an X-ray of fucking crap name. Elizangela Bob, um, Liz. Um, you just make a name up, Jay. Yeah, Liz, Liz Brownface. I don't think, um, I don't think we've had a Liz on the show before. Yeah, hey, Liz. Liz Brownface. Um, her head after her husband shot her in the face with a harpoon. Of course. Do you shoot someone in the face? Ha- don't you harpoon somebody with a harpoon? Har- yeah. Um, I don't know. So, yeah, uh, harpooned her in the face. With a harpoon. Uh, there we go. Um, he says he was cleaning the fishing spear when it went off. Oh, it's right. So it's one of them. It is like one of them shooting ones. Like yeah. the ones you get on Tomb Raider. Um, yes, Paul. Yeah. Oh. I guess so. Uh, when it went off in his hand, the spear hit Liz in the mouth and passed through the back of her neck. Uh, so we don't know if she lived or not. I'm. Oh, actually, no. She's definitely dead. Oh, good. Because the X-ray, it's actually split the spine. I was going to say it's, it's gone right through yeah, the back it's, of the head. Yeah, it's it's gone right through like the centre of her mouth. Um, that's uh, that's my mother uh, that just entered the uh, studio. Uh, Karen, come over here a sec. I call, hello, I call my mother Karen. Bring I don't call her. Karen, have you seen this X-ray of some woman? Look, that's a that's a harpoon that's gone right through through her mouth and through her spine. Say hello to yeah, the uh, listeners, Karen. Hello, listeners. There we go. Yeah. Beautiful. You're me hearing from her again. There's, did you hear that slap? Yeah. All right, I'm, that's, there's a claim there. Child line. You all heard that. Child line. Everyone ring in saying, I heard that. We want money. All I'm going to ring up child line, even though I'm 26. <laughs> Still counts, mate. <laughs> it does. I'm a Still child. Well, I'm not a child, but she, I am her child. And she slapped me with intent take, to kill. Take a photo of your shoulder and say, Kevin Levine struck you. Before raping your <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll upload that photo. I guess I shouldn't have read that out of the podcast because it uh, doesn't really make any sense until you see the picture. So, my bad. Yeah, but what, again, we, we have these stories that are Facebook, uh, basically Facebook pages. Yeah. We do, we do a lot of Facebook stuff, so uh, there you go. Right then. Uh, a celebrity chef was battered to death after a dispute with two customers over fried noodles. Oh. Now, can we guess what orientation the chef is in terms Orient. Of Orientation. <laughs> oh. We found someone that finds this jokes funny. It's Karen. <laughs> she loves it. She loves it. DKP's milk. Oh dear. Sorry, guys. That's, uh, that's a little bit much for me to hear. Okay. This gives you a bit more of a clue. Mickey Nakuza, whose Japanese-Italian dishes have been a hit with stars such as Naomi Campbell and Diane Zell Washington, uh, died in hospital on Monday, so he's dead. Wow. The 57-year-old was beaten to death. There's after a lot of death on this podcast. Death, is. sex, and rape. It interests us. He's gone from peacocks to dead Chinese men. There's a lot of interruptions on the show as well, Paul. Oh, strong. <laughs> yeah, unusually high amount. After he, uh, yeah, he was beaten to death after he confronted two dis- uh, disgruntled diners who left without paying for their meal. The two men, aged uh, 36 and 50, had ordered their beef, vegetables, and fried noodle dish at uh, Nakuza's restaurant. Um, but their pair, but the pair deemed the food unsatisfactory and failed to settle their £16.91 pence bill. Jesus, £16.91. Someone died over that. 
I'm pretty sure I could find that down the back of my settee, and someone died over that. Uh, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. Nakusa later uh, cornered the suspects uh, at a nearby lap dancing club. Right. This, this As story you do. Just moves that's on. how you wind down. Yeah. And their uh, argument escalated into a full-blown brawl, and the chef was beaten unconscious. German newspaper, Beled, reported that Nakusa sustained big purple bruises on the left side of his body. Nakusa's ex-wife told a local newspaper that... Well, ex-wife now. Yeah. Widow is probably a better word. Uh, that he was rushed into hospital with severe brain injuries and internal bleeding. The Japanese chef later died from his injuries, and uh, authorities said post-mortem results were pending. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Prosecutor blah, 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 said, after further tests being carried out to establish whether Nakusa had uh, undetected medical conditions, we are vigorously investigating and trying to find out exactly what happened. A yeah. Japanese chef was beaten to death in a strip <laughs> joint. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's what happened. Pence. Put that in your police report. And smoke it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that is just, you know, if somebody, if somebody had banged his wife, or no, if he had banged their wives, or if he had done something like that, then, yeah, beat him to death. But over, like, not paying a tab. Noodles. Over noodles. You can get bachelors. They're good. I like yeah. bachelors. Yeah. And they're, like, 20p. That's it. Yeah, just kettle, spoon, sorted. Oh, bit of water. Just calm the fuck down. Chill out. Yeah. Have yeah. a wank. Calm down and carry on. That's our advice on this show. It's just calm down and have a wink. So yeah. going down to some Japanese restaurant, paying, well, not paying silly bollocks money, ordering something that you probably didn't fucking eat, and then, you know, not pay for it, go to a strip club, you know, fucking Japanese man comes around, and then you beat him up. It's just... You could do better Japanese than that, Paul. Oh, so much, don't you don't pay for no noodles. That better? That's, that's better. Yeah. better. Yeah, I could probably do a bit better. I just can't be lost. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, is it really worth it? We get the how, idea. How high class was this restaurant one? It was pretty in close proximity to a strip well, it's, Yeah, it's going to be a shithole, isn't it? But, well, you know, the thing is, though, I mean, £16.91, that's like 15 million dongs or yeah, whatever, isn't it? So that's probably like a year's wage for him. So, yeah, he probably got quite angry. It was probably proper beef and not cat or dog. Or horse. Or horse. Yeah, horse. Yeah, horses. There's yeah. a lot of horse going around. Isn't there? Yeah. Um, why do I feel like I've got to say something? We've, because, we've well, done stories. Yeah, me, me and John are kind of... Well, I'm know. not being funny, but, you know, you've sprung this on me. I wasn't prepared for a podcast. But you always bang on about, oh, come on the podcast, I want to come on the podcast. You should have some work you should have some paperwork ready to go boom i'm there boom i'm on right, it then well i'll tell you what we'll, i'll just ask a question um, um if you could have a pair of tits for the day would you yes would you for a day yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> drop dead fred already am well that's balls that up isn't it yeah that's right paul <laughs> shocking shocking i think we're gonna um, stop talking to paul there's been a reason yeah, coming the okay show. i'll go into another story um, I've got, uh, boom, police catch escaped prisoner who got breast surgery and dressed as a woman <laughs> to, uh, to evade the rest. Um, after escaping from prison, uh, Mr. Rebolo, here we've, Mr. Rebolo, <laughs> Robbie. Make a name, um, Jake. Make Mr. A name. Mr. Robbie, uh, <laughs> pulled on a dress and invested in breast augmentation surgery. Bullshit. He became Rosalinda Giovanni Rebolioldi, oldi, oldi, oldi. He had been serving a 60-year sentence for robbery, extortion, kidnapping, and torture. 
that was my mum just trying to uh, stalk past them without making any sound. Okay. Mate, you're still intruding everything. <laughs> I can't concentrate on the podcast. It's just whispering now, but we can still hear it. Yeah. Um, he was nabbed in a routine stop and uh, uh, stop and search in the Viejo Prado province uh, where he'd become involved with prostitution. So... Well, he went so the whole Jay, fucking nine yards, didn't he? You, you know what I'm like with things like this? Just can you narrow it down like I'm a three-year-old and just man gets... Right. Just start again. Man, man go prison. Yeah. Man get out. Yeah. Man get boob. Yeah. Man put on dress. Yeah. Uh, he <laughs> make prostitute. Got that. Uh, police, police go bang. Right. He back in. Right. That's about it, really. <laughs> I think we should um, do all stories like that. That's quite good. <laughs> uh, he's now um, he's now back back inside, uh, resuming his sixty year sentence with his boobs. With the addition, yeah, with his boobs. Oh, he's gonna. Um, and he's chronic. going back to where he, uh, he's going back to his old prison. So he's not like going to a female one anymore. Even though he's trying to say that, you know, technically now, uh, technically, you yeah, know, yeah. he's trying to say technically he's a woman. Well, he's but not. he started his jail sentence as a man, and. So you, you know they can't they can't change that now. Otherwise, it it's like they'll be prosecuting a different person. And to be fair, he is still a man with tits. Yeah, he's not a woman. He's a man with tits. Yeah, but you know what? All these transgenders are like, you know, oh, I'm a woman now. I was a woman on the inside, and now I'm a woman on the outside, kind of shit. But this guy, because legally he was inside, you know, a prison as a bloke, he's got to serve the remainder as a bloke now. So serving the rest of his sixty years plus prostitution charges and you know evading police. So he's fucked himself really then. Yeah, he's spending the rest of his life inside a prison that are all horny and he's got boobs. He's going to be number one target now. Oh yeah, he's, he's going to be. He's not going to be able to feel his ass forever. <laughs> he's, yeah, <laughs> he's going to be a wrecked man. Yeah. Woman thing. He's going to be what we call a gaper. Gaper. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Another question then. Oh, here we go. Yep. You go downtown, or yep. you go to somewhere nice, you see a beautiful woman, and, you know, you wine, dine, whatever, you treat her nice, you take her back home, and get to first base, and then see the boobs and everything, and then pull the pants down, there's a cop. What do you do? Do you carry on? No. Do you carry on? No, I do not carry on when no. I see you. You don't have to tell anybody. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Is it something you keep to yourself? This could be Kira Knightley. Yeah. This could be Kieran Hartley times a thousand. Yeah. And then you get all if that If she wine. had a cock, no way. Who do you like? You're saying that because your mum sat in the room. No, I'm not. <laughs> no. I'm, no. I just, I don't understand how this is up for a debate. Hmm. There is no I'm debate. I'm not letting another person's cock touch me. <laughs> saying that, I'd say no anyway. <laughs> just see if somebody else would say yes. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, just, you just pull the... Tights down, and there's just a big throbbing <laughs> cock just flicks out into your face. Like, like, yeah. like that, yeah, it just, yeah. <laughs> just flicks out into your face. But nose. do you know what the worst yeah. thing about that would be? Yeah. If it was bigger than yours, you'd be like, oh, damn. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm so taking this shit. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> impromptu question over. <laughs> okay, next story. Uh, police have admitted it is commonplace uh, for Pract- undercover. Practice, Common practice. Well, it doesn't matter, does it? Why are you getting in on my story? You haven't even got any stories. Back off. Yeah. You can't tell listeners that it's commonplace when it's common practice. If you're going to say commonplace, they're going to think, oh, we can be here. It's like it's a common practice. He's got a point, John. Okay, then. Police have admitted it is common practice. Thank you. Shouldn't you say commonplace? 
<laughs> Bastards. For undercover officers to adopt identities of dead children for aliases. What? But uh, in the 1980s. In the 1980s, but said they had no idea exactly how many times the tactic has been used. Despite a number of <laughs> requests that's, from relatives of dead wrong. children, uh, <laughs> Chief Constable Mick Creedon said uh, none of the police affected have been told yet. It is also admitted no arrests have been made and no officers face disciplinary proceedings. The Derbyshire, so this is local, wow. police boss said no f- uh, families of children whose identities have been used have been contacted and informed of this. Uh, no answer, either positive or negative, has yet been given in relation to these inquiries from families. Uh, yeah, so that's that's basically the thing. I just I don't know whether I agree with that or not because I mean that's kind of like um, it's dark, isn't it? it? It is. It's dark. That's kind of I mean because you think of Britain and you think of you know like pride and you know sensibility and and stuff like that. And when and when police, are, you know, taking on the identities of dead children, that's uh, that's. You know, that, that's, thing that I that's crossing the line, that is. What caught my eye about the story was that it's just, why can't you just make an identity up? And why do you need to make it, why does it have to be children? I don't see well, what, I think, what it Well, I think it serves, as, you know, like if they're trying to infiltrate, you know, like a, a, a pedophile ring, a pedo ring, then I suppose they've got to um, use a, an identity of a child, but maybe not a real one. Yeah, but what would, uh, they, what would they pull? Hi. This is Sarah from 1985. I'm you, not dead anymore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you met me around the back of school and told me that you was only 12 when you was actually 46 and you touched me, blah, 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 blah. Um, do you want me to talk? <laughs> you know what, Paul? <laughs> you could be in the police with that. <laughs> you could, you'd yeah, get so many people. That, to me, says that they've run out of fucking ideas of, you know, catching previous fucking pedophiles. That is, that is, no, that is wrong. It just yeah. says a number of men and women are suing the Met over alleged intimate relationships with undercover cops. The investigation, which has 23 officers and 10 police staff working on it, has um, so far cost uh, one point, well, one and a quarter million, and is expected to cost a further two million over the next year. I mean, the so. only thing I would <laughs> I can say in their defence is better to use, you know, dead dead child's identity than a live one. Otherwise, you're going to get them in a the shitload of trouble. But you've got to think that they'd be able to just create a, an identity. Yeah, that's why it's not that. that difficult, surely. And it's not like pedos are going to do background checks, is it? Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean these guys are disappointed in Derbyshire police. Pay me in sweets. Pay, yeah, pay, pay them in sweets, is uh, what we've been told by... Um, J J D's J J dogs J trains J J J's mum just J <laughs> yeah J <Just> table. <laughs> uh, you know what? We're six to nine episodes in, and I still haven't got a I still haven't got an alien uh, a name yet. It's just J something. I'm still struggling. It changes. Uh, it does change. <laughs> oh, I guess it's my turn to uh, kick out. Sorry, I was waiting for a, a question. Yeah, don't, don't depend on me because fucking. We're not, mate. No, yeah. Don't worry about it. It was a mistake to bring you in Thank in the first place. Um. Toy helicopter. <laughs> um, toy helicopter Aww. cures burglars. 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 I'll read that again. Yeah, the Brussels the helicopter is a kid burglar. Welcome to their dirty compagnie. Says our fancy. Careful. Your fancy turns a little. I'm I'm gonna go punch heavy in a minute. <laughs> I've got nothing to say. Right, I'm starting again. Toy helicopter cures. Burglars' desire 
to masturbate in people's homes. Oh, good. I am glad. <laughs> so, um... Uh, Jason Vickery, 23, <coughs> who broke into Atlantic View in St. Augustine, Florida, uh, went upstairs to masturbate. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the end. But, um, but, but his onanism, onanism, I don't know what that word is. Onanism. Onanism was ended when he spotted a radio control helicopter. <laughs> he found some batteries and started playing with the chopper. Uh, <laughs> um, he then forgot about masturbating. Um, How did you forget about masturbating? Then ate a salad he had brought with him. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this? this? This just gets better. Um, so, yeah, we don't know anything after that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, broke into people's houses uh, with a salad. Ma- yeah, with a salad <laughs> that he brought with him. Is this a vegetarian burglar? That's that's quite niche. That is. That is. Very, yeah, it's a very niche. Yeah. So, but but bringing a salad, salad, it's like he's taking a packed lunch with him. Do you know what I mean? Like he's got like a like a a sandwich box. If he's a, he's a veggie, I'm surprised he's got the fucking energy to have a wank. <laughs> Yeah. Fucking hell. A 40 inch LCD screen telly. I'm going to have that. Oh, wait, salad. Wank. <laughs> His own dressing. <laughs> oh. Hey. Oh, I'm here all week. Poor mayo. That shit's just made the whole thing sour now. <laughs> oh. Salty. Oh, dear. Oh, I need to get away from that one really quick. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's my little Brilliant. story. Oh. Good lord, uh, have you got anything else for us, John Boy? Oh, yeah, yeah, me, I'm fucking loaded with stories. Me, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> a crazed motorist threatened a mechanic with a large sex toy after his um, 1000 uh, sorry, 100,000 Mercedes was uh, repossessed, of course, heard. Right, Aaron, who is 39 years old, Jay. Allegedly threw into a rage and stormed into the Sydney Mechanics Workshop, brandishing a black dildo. <laughs> As you do. Because you carry uh, around one of them, don't you? At uh, Michael Monedge, who, who he blamed for losing his car. <laughs> Why did he lose it? In the first place? That's quite odd. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't... I don't know. Out of a choice of weapon to go into... A, I mean, mechanics, you imagine them as like these quite... You know, tough, you know, like, oh, I'm a kind of, well, well, kind of thing. You don't go in with a big dildo, do you? Well, you're one for your road rage. You've never flown anybody with a then again, dildo, have you? Not, no. with the, not with the dildo, no. I've, no. I've, I've thrown a lot of things, but I've, the thing is, John, the problem I've, I've always had is that I've never really had a dildo to throw at anyone. Mm. So um, maybe when I do invest in one, somebody <laughs> might be getting one to the face. But uh, until then, um, people can rest easy. Um, Magistrate Eve Wainhausen asked, What is the alleged arm? Prosecutor Christian Hahn replied, It is a black dildo, Your Honour. Not an arm. (laughs) (laughs) Baby's arm. Uh, Court documents reported, uh, Sabat entered the workshop in an intimidating manner with a large black dildo in his right hand, which he was smacking into his left hand continuously in an aggressive and threatening manner. (laughs) You're in for this, sunshine. His car was repossessed in January after he defaulted on a loan. A week later, he stole his car back from the yard where it was being held and drove it to Mr. Munier's uh, workshop to have the brakes repaired. The next day, cops spotted um, Mr. Blah, blah, blah driving his car and confiscated it from him. 
Sabat accused Mr. Bloodbar of losing his car and made demands of money from him. It's really weird names. Uh, yeah, Mon- Mr. Bloodbar is quite a common name in England. Yeah. Mr. Monierhez, something like that, ended up paying him uh, n- nearly three grand, but soon after, Sabat went on his rampage with a, an offending item on April the 22nd. What, what was that, a spiky dildo or a fucking... Well, it was the big black dildo. It was the big black dildo. He was arrested this is and... weapon of choice. This Aaron guy must have been like a really small, scrawny white man and must think, well, I could run him with an axe, but it'll look pathetic. I could run him with a sledgehammer. No, I'm going to run him with a big black cock and it might, you know. I, I don't... But, you know, on, on a serious... Well, as serious note as you can get, what would you find more threatening... A guy running at you with an axe, yeah, that's frightening. Or yeah. a sledgehammer, mm. that's frightening. With a big black dildo, mm. that shit's scary, man. Yeah, I've got to admit, you don't know what I'd run do for the it. hills. Yeah, because you know if the, this, the hefty bits of rubber aren't they, those things. It's not what it's made of. It's what yeah. he can do with the thing. Is right? You know, is it's it obviously well practiced with you know with his weapon of choice. Is it going to bruise me, or is it going to leave me destroyed? Or so I thought all gay men were you know happy and jolly. Dancing around. They're yeah. Never, they're never happy, John. Apparently not. Jamie says they're never happy. They're not. No. It's all a myth. So he was arrested <laughs> the evening and charged with robbery in company, demanding money with menaces and stealing two vehicles from the mechanic. <laughs> so he nicked two vehicles with the dildo, armed with the dildo. Joke, just <laughs> to prove. But he denies the charges. He denies it. How do you, how'd you deny that? How do you deny uh, that? I don't know. How the you fingerprints are on the fucking dildo. <laughs> yeah. Surely. Good Lord. And the butt prints. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, I have a story that ties in quite well with that. Oh, good. Um, the headline is, Ralph is a dick. Uh, man receives an abusive dildo from tractor company. An abusive and dildo. And there is another picture here. You'll, you'll, oh, I am happy. Facebook will be full of pictures. Um, it's this guy. He looks like he's in about his, I don't know, mid-50s. And he's taking a picture of himself. He's holding this dildo that is received from this tractor company and um it's got <laughs> tractor company yeah and it's got, and someone's written on it don't come back <laughs> and hilariously the spell don't come back it's see you around uh, which is hilarious yeah. uh, i think get it um that's right john i don't either uh i'll just re- it's one of those stories where they've put what their is? own fucking jokes in uh, the message on the dildo is clear. Ralph is a dick and tractor supply company don't come back. Uh, who posted the hate dildo to Ralph Polinicky? Uh, to Ralph. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he points the finger at the tractor company, uh, tractor supply company in Shawnee. 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 Shawnee in Oklahoma. Shawnee. Um, Shawnee. That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. um, with Shit. whom he had argued. Says Mr... Says Ralph. <laughs> I can't fucking say his name. Uh, we were aghast. I <clears> mean, <throat> we were absolutely shocked by what's in this box. My wife was just, oh my God. What? Who is this? What do they want? What are they going to do next? <laughs> the mind boggles. Uh, <laughs> but, the, the, but, the, uh, but Ralph and his wife might sue. This is, after all, America, land of the lawyer. Attorney Ed Blau said it's not a crime to send someone a package containing a marital aid, but a civil suit could be filed for emotional damages. I love marital aid as a, as a, you know, a name for a dildo. That's yeah. brilliant, marital aid. That's genius. Fundong. That's oh, what the fundong's <laughs> brilliant, yeah. yeah. Fundong. Um, meanwhile, shoppers 
at so-called tractor supply company are advised to check the blades on their harvesters and consider the firm's range of novelty handbrakes in the downstairs <laughs> bookshop. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that, yeah, that's just really bad. Oh. But there's there's like there's a picture of both sides of the dildo in Go question. On. Um, one says "Don't come back," and the other one says "Ralph is a dick." Something or other tractor messages on dildos. It's yeah. The thing it, is about a dildo. Get some message like, across. You see, I'd probably like to write a joke on one and put it in a Christmas cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas! Oh, hey, oh. <laughs> really shit. What's joke. this? It's a marital aid. <laughs> what do we call them now? A fundong <laughs> or bang rubber. Uh, yeah. Uh, the thing is, is that I. If you want to send something abusive, like an abusive letter, or you take a shit in a bag and set it on fire, you know, you get you get a bit of revenge that way. But dildos are quite expensive, aren't they? Especially if you've got a big, fair-sized one. Well, they are, aren't they? I don't know, John. Well, they're not are cheap, they? are they? I don't know, maybe you bought one. Well, there was one in a pound shop once, but it was like <laughs> a little vibrating thing. But I never bought that. But I'm thinking a high-class Basically, dildo. what somebody had done Should is they got, the, you know, those um, electric toothbrushes that just snapped, snapped the neck off. off. <laughs> I, just, I just, put, just wrote dick on you it. You don't think so. <laughs> you, think you, you would hope so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd I'd invest in a dildo just to brandish it as someone. That's what I'm saying. It's it's a weird thing to do. Yeah. I mean, like I say, there is that kind of darkness to it where it's like someone's coming at me with a dildo. That is that's weird. That's you know. That's a Freudian nightmare for a man. It is having a dildo brandished at them. If they did it <laughs> yeah. to a woman, it's just like helping him for a, a bit. Dildo. Night. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dildos great for weddings, kids' parties, and swimming pools. <laughs> well, you missed one of our episodes a few weeks back. We did like a sort of um, we did um, a sort of death episode. We did about funerals, and they had um, in, in one country, I think it's China, they can order in uh, strippers to cheer everybody up. Yeah, during the service. Do it during the service. During the service. Yeah, for God. the whole family to enjoy. <laughs> so yeah. So my funeral is going to be over there, just as a you know, as a final farewell to you guys. You'll get to enjoy strippers. But this is what. And the rate I'm going, this will be in like a couple of months' time. I'll be next to your mother. She's crying, and the stripper comes. I'm like, hey, oh, stripper's here. She's not coming. She's not coming. No, she's got. Just I'll have two. I'll have two funerals. I'll have one over here. The the sad everyone in black. Oh, you know, Jamie was a nice guy and is dead now. Um, I think that's what the. Uh, I think that's what they say. I think that's what the priest says. But then I'll have one in you know in Bangkok or wherever it was, China, some shit like that. I think I can imagine your mum at your funeral. There's a service going on. Rick is reading everything out. There's your mum cleaning the pews down. Is he still <laughs> dead? Sorry. This stain just won't come out. <laughs> right then. That's, yeah, that's, uh, that's all my story's over with, so it's all down to you now, John. Good Lord. Okay. Cat burglar Craig Ellis, uh, 30, managed to climb through the roof of a glass and panelled cell within Lincoln Magistrates Court after being told he had been refused bail. After learning he would be uh, redeemed into custody, the former drug addict used a wooden shelf to raise himself upwards and fitted his head through the narrow <laughs> ceiling bars of the dock. <laughs> he was in the dock wow. as he escaped. Ellis then slipped his whole body through the tiny gap, uh, despite the efforts of the stunned dock officer grabbing his legs. <laughs> so he got away during the court. Wow. Which is amazing. Lincoln Cram forward. Uh, Chris uh, Gabias, or Gabetis, whatever they are. Gabby, Chris Gabby, Chris Gabby, prosecuting said, when Ellis was told his application for bail had been refused, he jumped on the wooden shelf and managed to squeeze his head through the roof of the dock. The dock officer tried to grab his trousers, but he managed to squeeze his whole body through. Then he made it to the door. Just wow. to the door. 
So he actually made it out then? Yeah. The serial burglar ran towards the exit of the courtroom, but his dramatic bid for freedom was thwarted by a quick-thinking uh, probation officer who witnessed the escape and forced the doors shut. Oh, so he didn't well played. Well, he got, he got a good, good, good... Yeah, he got a good 10, ten seconds of freedom. After being a... Yeah. After being a, a large... After being at large in court, um, in the courtroom, for less than a minute, Ellis gave up his attempt uh, to abscond, and he was escorted back to his dock. <laughs> Where they uh, just plastered up the hole. Maybe. Mm. Stop it happening again. Apparently, if escapes are sometimes measured by how long somebody was at large, he was uh, somewhere between 35 and 45 seconds. Right. So he did pretty well, then. Yeah. Yes. That's a really shit story. I apologise. Oh. Yes, it was. It was terrible. Mm. There's the anticlimax that the DKP is named I've, for. I've got a, I've got a story. Oh, did you hear about that guy that tried to break into solicitors in our in our city centre? No. Did you hear about it, John? No, I didn't. Did you not? Enlighten. Ah, oh. it's basically this bloke that. I so thought you were going to stop then. Oh no, I'm not going to stop. Um, Saint Mary's Gate. We know where that is. Listeners don't. Uh, tried to break into a solicitors uh, via the chimney. Wow. Yes. That never works. Mm. That never ever works. Well, it's funny you should say that, John, because they discovered his body two weeks ago. Well, it didn't work. Mm. <laughs> He'd been in there for six weeks. Wow. wow. That's brilliant. Mm. They discovered him by entering the office one Monday morning and all the windows were covered in flies. Uh. And the fireplace had, like, horrible liquid and a oh. horrendous smell. Basically, just, like, liquefied. He dripped to death. That's... Insane. Nice. But it's the bloke that he identified his body by his fingernails. So that's how badly decomposed he was. And it was the same bloke that tried to break into a bakery two weeks before he tried to break into that solicitor's and got kicked out because he did it in daylight. <laughs> so not the brightest. I'm not being funny, then. but I'd try, try and break into, not a solicitor's, in start by the chimney. Yeah. Chimney. But you know what, though? I mean, that must have been freaky, though, to be stuck down that chimney. And you're thinking, I, 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 I'm fucked here. The human body can go without food for about is it a week, or is it? No, it's longer. It's <laughs> can't, can't, uh, water, they can't go for about a week. But is it water? Food, it's a lot longer. It yeah, been, food, been food, it's about, uh, food, it's about 20 days, isn't it? Yeah, but water, but still, it's yeah. like seven. But nobody knew he was in there or anything. He'd been stuck in there for like six weeks. Jesus Christ. In a chimney. That's nuts, man. That's in a flu. Just like, I don't know, he might have been head down, I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh man, fucking hell, man. That's something to think about. Mm. Yeah, I'm on that delightful note. <laughs> you, can all, you can all, you um, can all, you can all go to bed listening to this and um, try not to have nightmares about yeah. dying upside down in the chimney. When you're really dripping in to the death. shit, just think about it. You could be stuck in a chimney flue. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it says red, but this is in Die Straits' episode. But I'm finishing. Well, I've got one more thing. It's a dear Deirdre. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, we haven't had one of them in a while. I know we haven't had these in a bit. In a we, we used to where do these. Where are we going, sorry? Dear Deirdre. Dear Deirdre. We're going over to the side desperate we are now, Paul. Okay. Um, headline, I want a wife and kids, but I might be gay. <laughs> <laughs> might be gay. Uh, right. My family and the others at school constantly ask me whether I'm gay. The truth is, I'm struggling with my sexuality, and this, combined with an eight with A-level exams, is all starting to get on top of me. So he wants a wife and kids, and he's only in fucking eight. He's only doing A-levels. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing yet. I'm 17, and I come from a homophobic family. Jay? Yeah. Yeah. Coming out to them is what is really holding me back from saying anything to anyone. To make it even more difficult, uh, deep down, all I want in life is the perfect family with a wife and kids. And a big cock. 
and a big cock up the bum. I can't decide whether this is me in denial or what I really want. <laughs> it's crazy. It's because it's called being a teenager. I am walking to... <laughs> I'm talking to this guy at the moment. We have kissed and stuff, but afterwards and stuff. So he's been yeah. wanking him off. Yeah. But uh, but afterwards, I feel really guilty because it is... is, is <laughs> That's right. It is as though I am walking away from this perfect life I want so much. Remarks I get at school now is where I don't help at all. I don't know what to do or who to talk to because I don't even know myself and what sexuality I am. So, well, Jay, before we go to Deirdre, Paul, hello. advice for this young man who's in dire straits. Well, he fleet obviously is gay. He's, he's, a, he's a gay you man. Know, score that one out. <laughs> you know, don't think about it. You're gay, mate. You've kissed and done stuff with another bloke. Kissing a bloke, gay. Stuff... <laughs> <laughs> Definitely gay. <laughs> well, I think about I might be gay. Oh, A levels. I'm gay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So that's that one. Keep him going. Right. Keep going. What else is he worried about? He wants a wife and kids, doesn't he? Well, he's fucking he's fucked that, and he he's not having that at all. <laughs> but this is great advice. He's seventeen. You're fucked. Yeah. Fucked. <laughs> don't 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 do your A levels because yeah. it's not worth it. Yeah, don't, don't get a job. Don't don't try anything. He's seventeen. You're he's seventeen. You're gay. He's, and he's seventeen years old, and you know he's thinking about having wife and kids already. The person, the woman, if he does get a girlfriend, or whatever, he's bound to be someone from probably the same school. She's gonna know he's kissed another bloke and done stuff with him. So yeah, he's fucked. Well, talking from a bloke that's like settled down with a wife and kids well, at seventeen, could could you like could you sort of give him an idea of what that's like? Sum it uh, up, a couple of sentences. It's it's good, it's great, but it's not something you want to do at seventeen. That's quite sensible, isn't it? Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. on. That's on a serious note. Sensible. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yes, yeah, so you okay. should be a dear Deirdre. Okay, worry about your A levels. Yeah, and gay. And just keep you're gay. Keep bumming. You're just gay. If I was dear Deirdre and I was writing that, I'd. Set my font to bold. <laughs> <laughs> Change my size to 68 and put, you're gay. <laughs> wow. And Jay? Get on with it. I, uh, I think that... Um, I mean, he doesn't know whether he's gay or not yet. But It could be experimented. It's empty, it, this you know? is it. Well, Sooner yeah, or later, yeah. he's going to work that out. He's going to either... Try and, you know, fight his urges and get a girlfriend. And then he's going to think, oh, shit, what was I worried about? And he's going to be straight. Or he's going to think, mm, even this isn't him. for me. I don't like the look of that. I'm going to go back to cock. And then he's going to be gay. And then his dreams all change. It, you know, it's like, you know, he wants a wife and kids. But that's thinking is like, a you know, a lad that thinks he, he might still be straight. But I think once he recognises whether he is gay or straight, I think then is is dreams will change of what he actually wants. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, either that, or he can string himself up and not worry about it. That's it. Because the thing is, gay or straight, what? Bye. Bye, yeah. Yeah, what? Bye. Mm. I mean, what? You can't have kids and, and why? You can't have a family and be bi. Yeah. Loads of people do that, though. Loads of gay guys have, like, a wife and family. Like, I think, is it George Michael did that and then ended up being gay and then, you know... Mm. Yeah, but well, I mean, that, that would have ended his relationship with his wife and kids, though, wouldn't it? Well, I think... No, he'd start his kids. I'll tell you what, I'd... Not the wife, though. Not the wife. Yeah, fuck the wife. <laughs> I probably wouldn't do what I said with your gay. I think what I'd say is, don't worry about your sexuality at the minute. Work on your A-levels. Because depending on what job or career you get in the future, might depend on your sexuality. So say, if he does well in his A-levels, and becomes, I don't know, uh, name a really good job. 
Solicitor. A solicitor. You know, that's a wife and kids job. Club rep or I don't know. <laughs> so it. Hello, welcome to Ibiza. I'm not gay. So yeah. Right, okay. But well, yeah, he's gay. So yeah, basically just live a little bit longer. Yeah. Work take it out, it. you know. Mm. I'd say just take a take a lot of cock up the arse and take a lot of funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then see which which you like, or which you feel less guilty about afterwards. Or get in touch with a guy that's in prison because he's got both. Yeah, and you can always do what Owen Don John does and just fucking you know inseminate a woman at some point and just have some kids. Yeah, and um, yeah, and then drive your car into um, you know, into uh, shops there you because go. you're drunk. <laughs> there you go. Um, Deirdre says we often have feelings for someone of the same sex during our teens. It doesn't necessarily mean that you will be gay as an adult. You still have some years to go before you can be sure what your sexuality is and what that... What? Jay's playing with his wire. <laughs> Sorry, he does that. <laughs> I can hear it really loud. You can hear that? What you was overdoing just then. I'm sorry. That. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, cut, cut a fucking long story short. She ends this by saying, um, blood, but have a look at my leaflet. Gay worries? <laughs> <laughs> So basically, Deirdre just said what I've just said then. Uh, when you are ready, uh, Flag or Families and Friends of Lesbian and Gays can help you. www.flag.org.uk You can download a helpful guide of how do I tell my parents and my wife and kids. I'm sorry, but that that uh, website is kind of... It, it's one letter short of a really offensive name, isn't it? Flag? Take out the L and what have you got? Fag. Fag. Welcome to Fag. Do you belong in Fag? Do you feel comfortable around Fag? <laughs> there we go. We've answered your question, Fag. Fuck it out. <laughs> right I don't then. know what to do. I, I don't know what else to do with that story. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll try my best with that. Uh, well, we've just thrown this shit together. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if you can tell, listeners. But I there we go. I think it's gone rather well. Do you think it's gone? Have you enjoyed your time here? I've enjoyed it. Being back. I was a bit worried, but I've enjoyed it. Yeah, it's yeah. been, uh, Slightly it's been pretty fun. Slightly under pressure, you know. Yeah. Hi, Jamie. How but you, you dealt with it. Yeah. You, you dealt with it like a, yeah. like a man. Like a man. And it's how you was a man, but you dealt with it like a man. I was still splurge. Wasn't I? Still splurge. Yeah. 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 So, um, are you going to come back on another show sometime soon? Don't leave it as long, maybe? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Keep them, yeah. Six months' time. Panama. Keep the listeners waiting. That's mm. right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, episode 71. Wonder if splurge is on it. No, he ain't. Yeah, get your downloads right. I feel like you've not done very many like voices or impressions on this week. I haven't ever. No. I've been more talkative than... Yeah. Yeah, do you want to throw something out now? Or? Yeah, okay. Um, you can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't yeah. just... Spontaneous. No, yeah, you're right. The spontaneous. It's got to be a moment. That's right. It's got to yeah. be a moment. Right, okay, let's cut this to it, Liz. Yeah, um, let's flush it. <laughs> as always, guys, we're going to post all our stories and pictures and all sorts of lovely shit on our Facebook page, Dotacom Podcast. We're on Twitter... At uh, at some uh, for, is it just DKP at Twitter? I think it is just Datacom Podcast on the face on the Twitters and Facebook. Search for it, you'll find it. It's not yeah, like yeah, it's there, it's there. Jeez, come on, you found this. I'm sure you can find something else on somewhere. I'm bored of you. Right? Is, was that a sentence? I think so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> right, we've got episode 17 next week. We Jay. have. The big 7-0, my friend. Oh, what are we my doing? God. We've got some plans, haven't we? We, no. <laughs> no, no, we don't. We don't have any plans. 
We don't know what's you know, happening. Do you know what I think we'll do? We'll what do we'll a do. podcast like every other podcast. It'll just be like, yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah. True. Because that will be mad as shit. Why don't you just put as you, uh, what you put on the Dotacom podcast on the Facebook with what listeners want from episode 70? A listener's choice. Because uh, we haven't got any listeners. Ah. Yeah. You might get the one. So I think we've got like two and a half listeners. <laughs> Two and a half listeners. Why yeah. is one of them a dog or something? No, one of them's like, one of them's like his children that are like mentally corrupt in the hospital. Oh right, okay. They're like comatose. And, and this is and we're helping. And this, right, okay. And we're helping. Yeah, we're I, think that, I think that child is staying in the coma <laughs> to keep away from us. Yeah, because because we've made the world a dark and scary place for him. Right then, so I'm that cheerful note. I'm that cheerful, lovely we're note. Flushing. Until next week, it's goodbye from me, John Boy. It's goodbye from me, J Dog, J T, J Train, J Man, J J Table. Yeah. It's goodbye from me, Spud. That was terrible. <laughs> that was just terrible. I feel sad now. <laughs> That's made me sad. Okay, <laughs> Is that all you've got? Bad. Wow! It just keeps getting better. Please, someone, just turn this off now. I'm just recording. I want to see where it goes. Yeah. Hey, what about this Swedish chef guy out of Buffett? <laughs> yeah, I'm turning it off. Yeah, yeah. Turn, yeah. yeah. Yeah!